Cornflakes, now fortified with essential vitamins and minerals. NASCO Conflicts, nourishing goodness anytime. Human coexistence is not devoid of disputes or conflicts. As long as humans coexist in communities and interrelate thereby, disputes and conflicts are inevitable. As a result of this, societies strive to institute beneficial measures to resolve disputes and administer justice impartially. The increasing congestion in law courts and the seeming endless processes associated with litigation necessitated a shift, whereby disputing parties are encouraged to adopt and pursue alternative dispute resolution methods for a variety of disputes and disagreements. Alternative dispute resolution is commonly known as ADR for short. There are, however, mixed reactions as to the viability and feasibility of alternative dispute resolution mechanism as a dependable process, especially for the quick and sustainable resolution of disputes. Proponents say it saves time and money for the parties involved, that it eases the burden of the current overload in the court system, and that it helpfully focuses on negotiation and compromise rather than confrontation and fault-finding. Fault finding. On the other hand, opponents are quick to counter that ADR is basically designed for businesses and the affluent, that it narrows the access of minorities and the poor to the formal judicial system and such other misgivings. This morning on NASCO Moments radio show, we have invited a distinguished senior legal practitioner, a former vice president of Nigeria Bar Association and an accomplished leader of the bar in Plateau State, Mr. Steve Abba, to enlighten us on the issues surrounding the subject matter of ADR. Mr. Steve Abba, thank you very much for gracing us with your presence. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure, always. My name is Hudun Gang. Stay tuned. Thank you again, Barrister, for joining us this morning. Um, tell us about alternative dispute resolution and how it differs from conventional judicial proceedings. Alternative dispute resolution, or ADR, is the collective term used to categorize any of the numerous conflict resolution alternatives to traditional adjudication by a judge or a jury. And it encompasses um, negotiation, mediation, arbitration and conciliation. Now the difference between it and conventional judicial proceedings is that um, it blows, essentially it blows the sharp con uh, distinction between adversarial and um, conciliatory approaches to resolution of disputes. By that I mean disputes resolved by way of litigation often lead to outcomes that are disagreeable. Whereas when, where ADR is employed, the outcomes are generally more agreeable to the parties. So, and then it is also set cost-effective, it is um, time-efficient, and um, there is some level of flexibility because parties are allowed the leverage to fashion out the rules that will regulate the proceedings. Okay, so tell us how old ADR is in global terms. In global terms, ADR... Um, in its former context, it would be over about a century old. 
but ADR is a concept that has been with man since evolution because man is involved in negotiation at every stage. When a baby is crying, for instance, it is negotiating for something. Maybe it wants something, and once you give it that thing, it will keep up, it will hush up. So that is some form of ADR. So any resolution short of litigation, short of the court system, will be referred to as um, ADR. That is an alternative to the usual legal or litigation mechanism. And so, it, but its evolution, a proper evolution in the context that is known today, trace about a hundred years ago, when uh, with the involvement of rules guiding the procedure for resolution of conflicts through the ADR mechanism. Okay, let's localize it to Nigeria. Can you trace the history of ADR in this country and the state of its practi practice currently as we speak? Uh, yes, with um, increased um, commercial involvement between uh, Nigeria and uh, the international community and with companies demonstrated in this country and companies overseas, uh, the need to evolve um, alternative means of dispute resolution that would facilitate cordial resolutions or uh, outcomes that are mutually agreeable. It became pertinent for Nigeria to also key into the ADR mechanism. And then uh, the first codified set of um, laws was the 1998 uh, Arbitration and Conciliation Decree that was formulated in that year, promulgated in that year. Uh, presently, the law or statute that guides the process for commercial arbitration in Nigeria is the Arbitration and Conciliation Act of 2004. And uh, what it does simply is has codified the rules and provide a general guide as to how the proceedings will be conducted, that is arbitral proceedings will be conducted. But like I said, primarily it is, um, it is targeted at commercial arbitration. And then the, angle, the other angle of which is conciliation, which uh, involves some form of mediation as between parties, uh, is also part of the Act. So you can trace it to from 1998, its codification from 1998 to this to present day. Mm. So only, only conflicts that are business-like are um, resolved by ADR in this country? No, not really. Um, like I said, ADR is alternative dispute resolution, mm. short of the litigation process. So any form of resolution outside the normal litigation... Yes, but the laws that we have at the moment... Yeah, you have, that's why you have the Conciliation and Mediation Act. The Conciliation and Mediation Act subjects any form of dispute uh, to mediation. You can resolve any form of dispute through, through mediation or through conciliation. That is through this mutual discussion and agreeing on outcomes that are acceptable to parties involved. So it's not closed. Okay, so we'll come back to talk some more about this. Uh, it is all about alternative dispute resolution as a preferred option. That's what we're talking about on the NASCO Moments Radio Talk Show. We'll be right back.
cornflakes, now fortified with essential vitamins and minerals. NASCO Conflicts, nourishing goodness anytime. In case you just tuned in, you're on to the NASCO Moments radio talk show. I've been speaking with a distinguished senior legal practitioner, a former vice president of Nigeria Bar Association, and an accomplished leader of the bar in Plateau State, Mr. Steve Abba. We are exploring the subject matter of alternative dispute resolution. Now, Barrister Steve, what are the various forms and processes of alternative dispute resolution? Our alternative dispute resolution encompasses, like I said, arbitration, mediation, uh, conciliation, and uh, negotiation. So these are forms of uh, alternative dispute resolution outside uh, resolution of disputes by a judge or a jury. So can you explain to us what these various forms are, how they differ from Um, each other? The, the distinction between them is actually not very sharp. Uh, it's blood. Uh, because um, for arbitration particularly, it is guided by set rules or enactments and it applies primarily to commercial disputes. And um, it is outcomes, in fact, the, the major distinguishing factor is that its outcomes are binding, very binding. Because um, parties agree beforehand that look, they'll be bound by the resolution, which is called an award. And then, even if a party is dissatisfied, the vista for you to appeal against it is very limited. It has to be within very limited, limited scope that can only be can only dovetailed to the maybe misconduct on the part of the arbitrators and things like that. Mediation on its own is um, resolution of dispute by when the parties agree to select an individual who will, just like the term connotes, find a middle ground for the disputants. You know, and it's like advisory in a sense, and uh, it may not be binding really, because they could choose to explore other means. Uh, Conciliation is also a form of mediation to find a middle ground, you know, and negotiation is just like what you say, try to negotiate an outcome that is agreeable to all, I mean, the disputing parties, so that whatever you agree on is acceptable to everybody. Okay, can alternative disputes resolution methods and practices be applied to all forms of disagreements between individuals, communities, and even countries? Yeah. It would be great if we can have some examples. Yes, ADR is, um, ADR, alternative dispute resolution is applicable to any form of dispute. If it is commercial in nature, it's arbitration. If it is um, family law, the divorce issues, then you talk about uh, mediation, you talk about conciliation, uh, agreeing on the outcomes uh, as between the parties. If it is um, um, issues of thoughts, uh, by that I mean wrongs against individuals, then you can find a means of arriving at the middle ground that will compensate the parties or the party that feels wrong without the party that is at fault feeling shortchanged. So it's applicable to every form of dispute, regardless of the the, the, the parties, whether individual or state parties, and regardless, regardless of the subject matter. ADR is applicable. Are there any well-known cases that have been resolved through ADR that we may refer to? There are quite a number. 
At the risk of sounding more deserving involved in a few myself, uh, especially disputes that involved uh, uh, labor, labor issues, especially we find that the agreements contain arbitration clauses that between parties they must negotiate their hours of work, their wages and um, emoluments and other conditions of service rather than going to court. So these are all guys and we have a few here even on Plato State where uh, the NBA for one at some point in time had to mediate between the Plato State government and the civil service when you have prolonged strikes to ensure that there was a middle ground so that things could move on, the business of governance could continue. So that's the case in point. Okay. Okay, let's talk about ADR methods across cultures. Uh, are ADR methods similar across cultures and countries? Yes, they are. Because um, with the codification, you have what you call the code of ethics for ADR practitioners. Uh, this set rules, minimum irreducible standards that those practitioners must abide by. And the rules are identical across countries and across cultures. You have in, in the UK, for instance, you have the London Court of International Arbitration Rules. They are similar to the American Arbitration Rules. They are also similar to uh, what we have in Nigeria, hmm. that is the Arbitration Constitution under the Arbitration Constitution Act. Okay, so what would be, oh sorry, the implication where there are differences in cross-country or cross-cultural disputes and perspectives? No, those differences... Um, really do not exist because, like I said, there are minimum irreducible standards that practitioners are expected to abide by. Observing the principles of justice, equity, fairness, and good conscience, ensuring that you do that which is right. So once practitioners adhere to those principles of justice and fairness, the rules are all the same. But like I said, it depends on every set of rules, depends on the practitioners and their intent. Some persons are approach these things with mischief. But if you approach with the right frame of mind, then the rules, code of ethics are applicable across cultures and across countries. So if a British man who does arbitration in his country comes to Nigeria and he's asked to arbitrate a very local case, he'll be able to do so? Certainly, because uh, the principles, the whole essence is to ensure that you arrive at an outcome that is agreeable to parties, that is cost-effective and time-efficient. Okay. okay, I think that is good enough for now. This is the Nasco Moments radio talk show. Don't go away, we still have much more to talk about. Now fortified with essential vitamins and minerals. Nasco Conflicts, nourishing goodness anytime. Welcome back to the Nasco Moment Show. We have been discussing how alternative dispute resolution should be a most preferred option, and our guest is Barrister Steve Abba, an accomplished leader of the Nigeria Bar Association. Uh, Barrister. 
Is there a note of finality in ADR? For instance, if disputing parties are not satisfied with the outcome of an ADR, can they appeal to a higher dispute resolution authority? The mechanism that is being employed in arbitration, for instance, like I said earlier, the VISTA, that is the room created for a dissatisfied party to appeal, is very narrow and is within certain confines. For instance, you must be able to establish that the arbitrator arrived at his award through corrupt practices or fraudulent or undue influence, or that he exhibited partiality, or that he misconducted himself, or that he exceeded his powers and gave an award that is uh, beyond what he is expected to do. So those are the closed um, vista that allow um, a dissatisfied party with an award to appeal under arbitration. As I said, uh, mostly the outcomes are non-binding. They are just to help the parties come to an, 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 an outcome that is agreeable to them. So anyone that is not satisfied is at liberty to approach a higher court for the, or the courts, the regular courts for determination. Uh, before I forget, in arbitration, once an award is made, the court has a duty to enforce it, except those um, uh, it falls short of those expectations that I listed earlier. That is, the arbitrator misconducted himself and otherwise. If not, the court is bound to enforce them. They are enforceable. So these are just the things that guide them. Okay, but also you said earlier that in arbitration, um, before before the processes start, the parties have to agree that it will they will be bound by the decision. Yes. So if they are bound by the decision, and then one party at the end of the day does not agree, using those uh, that vista you mentioned, he can still appeal. Yes, if if if, if you are going to be bound, if the process is just fair and equitable. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, we raised a critical issue in our introduction, and we would like you to comment on it, that opponents of ADR claim it is basically designed for businesses and the affluent, and that it narrows access for minorities and the poor to the formal judicial system. How valid is this argument? It is valid, um, but not absolute, depending on the mechanism that has been adopted. Like, don't forget, let us now mix up the term alternative dispute resolution with arbitration. Arbitration is just an aspect of alternative dispute resolution. Now, arbitration, uh, you could, can, what you said can validly be applied to arbitration because it, it, it primarily concerns itself with commercial transactions um, that involve multinationals, big conglomerates, uh, international parties to, enable, I mean, to ensure that time is saved, cost is saved, and um, the relationship subsists, and then there's some level of flexibility in the process of adjudication or finding a middle ground. Uh, but for the other variants of ADR, mediation, conciliation, like I said, is applicable to every subject matter. So if I have an issue with you, for instance, I have a dispute with you, nothing stops us from agreeing on a particular person to say, look, let him come and mediate between us. It happens at the family level, it happens at community level, it happens at church level, it happens everywhere. So that's the form of ADR. And that one is not bound to people who are affluent. No, it doesn't. Okay. It is apparent that not every legal practitioner is conversant with the processes of alternative dispute resolution. What would be your advice for intending lawyers who may want to specialize in this area? My advice to all lawyers, in fact, all lawyers, is to gravitate towards this uh, emergent trend in um, dispute resolution. 
the whole world is going that way. I think given the complexity of um, the human relations and uh, the desire of society to constantly evolve means and mechanisms that will resolve disputes in a more cost-effective and more time-efficient manner. Uh, it, it has become a sine qua non, that is almost a certainty that every lawyer needs to imbibe competence in this field. And uh, there are no shortages of um, arbitration centers these days. They are everywhere. You have the uh, Chartered Institute of Arbitration, UK, Nigeria. You have others, the Lagos, uh, uh, the Lagos Arbitration Court. You have the Abuja Multidor Courthouse. They all engage. We have in any some... injustice? No, we don't have any injustice. They have. They, they, they engage in variants of uh, training in arbitration, mediation, and conciliation. So every lawyer should imbibe this because. Uh, as against what lawyers used to think in the past that uh, ADR would deprive them of their earning. It is not so. In fact, you achieve results faster and more uh, with less stress when you engage in ADR. Okay. Is there a compelling reason why Nigerians should prefer ADRs against regular court proceedings? I should think so because uh, for the obvious advantages of cost, time, and then that uh, the flexibility and then you agree with me that um, outcomes of litigation in court usually results in parties not seeing eye to eye. But if we are able to mediate and come to a common ground, we could continue even as uh, friends. And, or if it's a business relationship, it will subsist even after the resolution of the dispute, uh, which is contrary to if it is strictly decided by a judge in court. You know, one party feels your change. And so you see that the appellate process goes on and on and on and on. You know, so there are numerous advantages in embracing ADR and I recommend it for everybody. For the benefit of the listener, is there any other thing about ADR you'd like to tell him or her that we probably haven't talked about? Um, this is a field that the time we have spent here cannot effectively cover, but it suffices to say at this point that um, all Nigerians should imbibe ADR because uh, it's alternative dispute resolution. It's not every dispute that we must subject to litigation in court. Uh, when we, It helps us to live in unity, in peace with one another. Like I said, in society, in communities, whatever form of dispute, if you subject it to ADR, it saves you time, it saves you cost, it saves you energy, and it fosters unity. Because if you allow people to come and mediate between your dispute, dispute between you and your neighbor, you are more likely to come to an agreeable settlement than if a court has to make a pronouncement. So it is a way to go for everybody. Okay, thank you very much, um, uh, Barrister Steve Abba. Uh, thank you also, listener, for keeping a date with us on the Nasco Moments radio show. I, I hope that uh, you have gleaned from everything that Barrister Abba had to share, his thoughts on this very pressing issue. We're excited that our esteemed listener out there is now more aware of why alternative dispute resolution should be a preferred option. Dear listener, this is where we end today's episode of the NASCO Moment Show. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash NASCO Group. You can also follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at NASCO Group. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO and it was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants. Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department. Producers, Harun Audu and Joshua Tongman. Production Coordinators, Solomon Audu and Tolu Bakari. I'm Hudun Gyang. Stay out of trouble. 
and do join us again next week. with essential vitamins and minerals. NASCO Conflicts, nourishing goodness anytime.